Blog Talk Radio. Targeting businesses. 
crazy. Our cocktail of the week wow. is the bourbon rosemary punch. Sounds pretty good. What's popping with Papa Didi? Our weird news. Howling monster wolf robot deployed in Japan to scare away wolves. Also, McDonald's drink size TikTok video sparks outrage online. And eel birth out of flying heron's stomach alien style. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying with red wine, do you know what you really stand for? Also, Living for the City with Papa Didi, my Hollywood wrap-up, the kisser list, and the last word. So sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back with the Hot Topics. All right, welcome back. Welcome back to the Beyond Party. When you host Papa Didi, I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. It is time for the Hot Topics. And I'm going to jump in first. So let's talk election. Mm. We've been looking at it now for, what, a week? Post-election. Yeah, post-election. A week? What's the day? I don't know. The Are election we live was or is this pre-recorded? No, we're live. All right, so is it, we're live today. Was the, what, the, what day was the election? November the today 3rd? Friday 7th, the 13th. 6th? I don't know. It's been about a week now. The election was last Tuesday, put it that way. You know what? Today is Friday, so it's been Friday a week 13th. plus. Yeah. You know what? I accidentally walked under a ladder today. A oh, black wow. cat crossed my path, and I left the damn umbrella up in the garage. But did you break a mirror, too? I broke a mirror, too. You better get the salt. Sure did. Throw it over your shoulder. What did that do? Let all make all that go away? It's supposed to. I don't know. But I don't know which shoulder. Is it the left or the right? I don't know. All right. Just throw a whole box of salt. Well, happy happy <laughs> Friday 13th, everybody. For all you superstitious people, I know y'all uh, buried Every superstition. Anyway, didn't mean to cut you off there, Red Wine. What were you saying about the oh, election? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the election. Um, CBS News has projected today that President-elect Biden has now officially won Georgia. Mm. Well, I can't say officially. They're projecting that based on the votes, that are still being counted, he has won Georgia, that in Georgia brings him to 306 electoral votes. Ain't that crazy? You only need 270 Ooh, yay. to win. Yay! Yes. <laughs> and now he's up to 306 electoral college votes. So this news is coming a day after CBS projected him the winner of Arizona which was another crucial red state flip for the Democrats. Because yeah. usually Georgia is red and Arizona is red, but this year they're both blue. So shout out to Georgia and Arizona. The Democrats did their thing down there. So Georgia is still likely to be a showdown for the balance of power in the Senate as Republicans currently hold a 50 to 48 lead but both of the Senate races in Georgia are going to a runoff in January. So we'll see what happens in January for those Senate seats. So CBS News also projected today that Trump won North Carolina based on additional reports that have come in from various counties. So North Carolina put Trump up to 232 compared to Biden's 306. So that still puts Trump in the loser category. I don't care what he does and who he sues. 
I don't think he can sue his way to 270. So, of course, Trump is still refusing to concede the election, which is delaying the transition process, which I think somebody's going to talk about at some point tonight. But that's a whole other story. So, publicly, the White House, which is crazy, is still falsely maintaining that Trump won the election. Even as of today, one of the few officials to speak on behalf of the White House since the election, uh, trade advisor Peter Navarro, he's a nutcase, he was on uh, Fox Business Network talking about we're moving forward here at the White House under the assumption that there will be a second Trump term. I'm like, dude, just stick your head out the window. You know, that's like people who say they don't know what's going on when the rain is coming down and you still say, I don't know, is it raining? Look out the window. Y'all have lost. But he's saying they're still working on the assumption that there's going to be a second Trump term. So he's saying that any speculation about what might and might do is moot at this point. That's Peter Navarro. So put Peter Navarro on the kiss it list. He's blowing smoke up somebody's butt, Trump and whoever. So meanwhile, Trump has been busy getting his cabinet and everything set up. Uh, Yesterday, he picked up another 11 electoral college votes, which is what they projected him to be the winner of Arizona. And he's been working on getting his uh, coronavirus committee put in place. He's been, uh, I think he's appointed somebody to be his uh, chief of staff. So he's busy doing what he can, even though the transition money and all that should be coming toward him to help with that is not coming. So that's what's going on with that. There you go. Okay. Yellow loose cannon, I see. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But I'm putting wow. Peter Navarro on the kiss it list. And who was he? He's a senator or something? Or he's no, a, he's he nobody. A senator. He is. He is uh, he's the trade advisor for Trump. Oh, okay. Basically, wow. a nobody. I'm like, uh, I'm tripping on the stats, and I'm looking at North Carolina. Is not enough black folks from North Carolina. What is the deal? You know what? what are y'all doing? Kettle, kettle. You know what? Kettle. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what you did? You just grabbed that thought right out of my head. <laughs> I was going to say that. I was waiting for Fred to get done talking. And I'm telling you, that was oh, going to be my God. next thing to say, but I got I got preoccupied with some other thoughts concerning what I was going to say on what's popping. But that was the thought in my head. I'm saying, wait a minute. Ever since I've been rolling through North Carolina or hanging in North Carolina, mm-hmm. I'm talking about places mm-hmm. like Manville. And, and Raleigh and Charlotte, yeah. all these places are bigger than a mofo. How the hell? Right. How, how the hell did Trump win North? Did we win the NASCAR part of it, or did people <laughs> in North Carolina just ain't get out or something? I mean, uh, everything from when you first when you first crossed. Well, certain areas you hit different parts of North Carolina, but. I remember when I used to hang out down in Norfolk, Virginia. As soon as you leave out of Virginia, there was a little town called uh, Elizabeth City. Mm-hmm. It was like right across the line. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this 
That town was black and in black, black on black on black. What the yeah. hell? Maybe some, maybe some blacks voted for Trump. Who knows? We can't just assume all black what. folks from Well, you know, yeah. you 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 got yeah. some people that just they want to be more more. I don't know. I can't speak on it, man. I you know, I don't know people. I keep getting that vision in my head that anybody either uh, between us or people that's listening. Did anybody happen to see them two sisters that be following Trump around? In fact, Trump even invited them to the White House. I think they're related. They're like twins. But they both got a ton mm-hmm. of makeup on and all kind of I've seen them hair. before. I don't, I, don't know if the, I don't know if I'm thinking about the show. When I see them, I'm thinking about, uh, what was that guy? Remember Robin Harris with uh, Baby's, Baby's Kids? Yeah. I mean, they got big-ass glasses. Nine tons of makeup, dark eyeshadow. Pull it up. Like, if you pull up online, I guess it would say uh, black ladies that follow Trump or something. Yeah, I can't remember And you remember will see these name. two freaking frack looking joints, man. Oh, they are yeah. I think mess. I've seen them on, on Facebook. They look like a damn. Yeah. yeah, they look like some kind of repellent. I would use them motherfuckers to get rid of bugs <laughs> in the house or something. They look like, they look like two. Oh, I can't even describe it. Everything they do is extravagant. The glasses are extravagant. The hair is extravagant. Lot. The eyebrows are extravagant. Then they got this look like Adam Ant with these 9,000-pound glasses and shit. Yeah. I mean, it's just, oh, they look crazy. Anyway, and they're all Trump, Trump, Trump got these little flags and they mega hat on, and I'm like, what the hell? Who knows? They might have been paid. They might have been paid. Yeah. No, I think they, they natural. I don't know. I'm like, they what natural. rock did y'all come they, out from? You believe, I'm going to tell you, some people want to get somewhere thinking they're getting somewhere, but the decision people got to make is, are you a Trump supporter or are you a Republican? Mm-hmm. That's the question. Well, anyway, we're going to move right. on. Who's I next? don't think a lot of these people know the difference, but you're next, Papa Didi. I'm next. Wait a minute, yeah, I'm just, I'm just a supervisor. I ain't supposed to be doing Oh, I don't think so. You know what? I need to grow out of this. Cause I've outgrown this. No, you're going to earn your $1 tonight. No, so. I'm going to mess around Look, and get it. Get with it, Papa Didi. What you got? All right. Um, Biden's <laughs> not getting intelligent reports. Now, you know the sad part about what's happening with Trump now is, like, I always notice in life that when people are pissed off, the first thing they want to do is grab allies. Always. Even amongst families, you ain't getting along with your brother or your sister. If you're the eyeball out person that really got your shit together and they're all bums and they're talking about you because you got your shit together, I'm talking about family now. The people that don't like you because you're so well put together with your shit, they got to get all the other bums in the family. Everybody got to get their allies, you know what I mean? And this is what's happening with Trump right now. His All his allies. You got Fox News saying, yeah, we're going to fight it's legitimate that he won. Why are you going to start trouble? Now, the first person gets shot in the street or get gang rushed or whatever, but getting, I only said that to get to the story saying that not only that, but they're not even doing official stuff. Biden is not getting intelligent reports, okay? The Trump administration is unwilling, all right, to acknowledge that former Vice President Joe Biden won the damn election, okay? And it's led, it's led to unusual... Restrictions on the flow of national security information that a president-elect is supposed to get. What's happening in the world? You know what I mean? What's going on with ISIS? What's going on with the Palestinians and the, you know, all the Middle East situation, all that there, the uh, 
you know, Tel Aviv and what's going on with this and that. What's what's uh, everybody doing? But the sad part about it is that everybody hates Trump's guts. So Trump really doesn't really have a turnover to give anybody because he never really paid attention to stuff for real, for real anyway, because he thinks he has his own little toy box. He reminds you of a kid with their own toy box, like an only child kid. They got every toy on the damn planet and don't know which one to play with. So he plays with every one for like two seconds, to, you know, a day because he got so many. But Trump is influencing so many people when it comes to Republicans are talking backwards. Everybody, how do you look at Electric College? Now, how did he beat Hillary Clinton? Because we were all watching the election in 2016, right? right. Next thing we looked up and he had... 270. Everybody was like, what the fuck? And as soon as he got at 270, he's like, I'm in. I'm in. Get out of my way. You know? Now, you're going to deny. And you, he's sitting on what? 214, 15? What the was he got? Um, 220? You you got. You got. Now at 232. Right. You got slaughtered. You got ambushed. You know? Every other word that's got to do with getting knocked off for real, for real. You know? I mean, it's just amazing. And all this stuff is going on, you know, more than three days after the media outlet projected that uh, Biden had de- that uh, defeated Donald Trump to win the White House. You know, GSA chief, this girl, Emily Murphy, put her ass on the kissing list, yeah. this old fat white woman. What's her she, name? I'm sure Emily she's Trump, Murphy? Yeah, I'm sure she's eating Trump Snoopy snacks so she can stay such a, please, yeah, Emily Murphy. She's the one that, that 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 has the big job up in the area of, of the uh, government uh, distribution and all this stuff. But how does one woman have so much damn power? I don't know. You know? But they put a name on it so they can blame her. It's Emily. Well, Emily, what, what is she? Office manager? What could be so high-ranking that another joker can't tell you what to do? I don't understand. Emily ain't got that much goddamn power. They just don't mm-hmm. Emily's name out there. And she's foolish enough to have her name attached to this bullshit. Okay, all of me get their head examined and stop living underneath, underneath this cult and get a red, you know, men in black, red flash in their face to come back to their damn senses. But anyway, uh, the whole situation is very crucial, and it's getting crucial as time gets later. And Trump made jokes today, talking about, yeah, well, come January 20th, you know, one of us is going to be president. I mean, you, you lost, man. He's no, in so much denial. But I'm, I'm going to say this one before I pass this on. I'm going to say this one conspiracy theory that people are, I heard it from a gentleman on a, on another talk show uh, where he said that the plan for Donald Trump, and think about this, it's not, I wouldn't even call it a conspiracy theory, but it's real shit. Anyway, Trump don't give a damn about this. Trump knows his, his life's on front street. I heard that Trump wanted to win this election so he could do at least two years of the next four-year term and then go out for some type of medical reason, okay? Mm-hmm. And Pence will come in as a breaking news, breaking news. The president reported that he has a undisclosed health problem, blah, 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 and is going to resign as president of the United States. Now, when Trump resigns, Pence will become the president in the interim of him resigning, which gives him presidential mm. power once Trump Retired once Trump resigns. Now, as mm. Prince, as oh, damn, I'm sorry, disrespected Prince by yeah, saying please don't by saying that. Prince instead of Pence. Lord knows, I'm so sorry. It's got nothing to do with God bless your soul, brother. Anyway, now when Pence becomes the interim president, 
he has presidential powers. What he would do at that time is pardon Trump for all his shit. He'll say something like, to the American people, I've decided with the medical conditions of him and all the stuff pending on Trump that people are going after him and trying, I am now officially as president. I'm going to pardon him on every federal crime that is pending on him. Anything that's other, you know what I mean? I think somebody, somebody told me that was the plan. That would have been a really good strategy. That would have been a hell of a strategy. That and means Trump could have walked out. having corona. Because I think he oh, was having was some side that effects. Shit was he had so none. if there were still side effects, then he that would have been the. You know what? I don't buy crazy. none of that. No, crap. listen to what I'm saying. I'm saying it tied into that same conspiracy theory. Yeah, but why were you? Because if you had corona, and given your age and your obesity, it would make sense that you, like anybody else who really had corona, that's something. People have lingering effects and stuff going on. Yeah, but I'm speaking on the pardon right now, and I only went down. No, I'm just talking about like, the medical. Thing. I understand. Yeah, but I'm speaking on the strategy of what's happening. Let's not get distracted off the master plan. I can understand selling nickel and dime bags. Let's talk about ounces and pounds on this shit. No, I'm just okay? saying. It would have tied right. into right. the medical That's issue. right. But let's not. When we deal with Trump, we got to deal with the whole shoe. We can't fuck with slippers or fucking whatever. We gotta, we, when you deal with Trump, you really got to stay on the heavy. You know what I mean? You can't even go light because he don't go light. He wasn't born light. So he don't know nothing light. But all I'm saying, that was just a theory that I heard. I won't even release the sources, and I'm not into all the conspiracy theory crap, but... The, the the plan was definitely for Pence, Pence to take over after a couple of years during the second term, and and he going to say that well, dude, being he's sick now and blah 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 blah. I'm telling because the state right now of New York has really got some back files on him. They just waiting for him to get out. I mean, he's a, a dead man walking when it comes to pending litigation. A woman has filed rape charges on him. All kind of. They don't even go back in New York. They going to Florida. Dan, you came, first you came south, now you ain't going back north, you're going further south. That means some shit going on. You know, One thing about the north, when the north runs you out, you ain't going back up north. Anyway, I'm going to leave it at that. Let me <laughs> get off my soapbox, because I know some people that, that was in New York, okay. and they got ran out, and now they're living down in the south like a damn, uh, you know, what do they call that stuff, uh, a deep cover. Fugitive. Fugitive, I guess. Yeah, well, what do you call it when, they, when, you, uh, when you rat on people? <sighs> You know, when you, uh, they put you in witness, <laughs> witness protection, yeah. They were big-time New York people. Now they in Florida and shit, picking up newspapers off the lawn in the road. You blowing folks cover, Papa. Come on, man. Yeah, I'm in, I'm a real form. Hey, somebody got to do All right. All right. I'm going to get on the next, uh, next uh, article here. The White House tells federal agencies to proceed with plans for Trump's February budget. Really? So February? The White House Budget Office. Yeah, has instructed federal agencies to continue preparing for the administration's budget proposal for the next fiscal year. Um, the White House budget proposal is typically issued that. in February, which will be at least two weeks after the President uh, Trump is scheduled to depart the White House. He lost, <laughs> check this out, they should have put this in big letters. He lost the November 3rd election to former Vice President Joe Biden who is said to be sworn in January 20th, hopefully there's no delays, though Trump has refused to accept the results, of course. The decision uh, to proceed with Trump's budget for the 2022 fiscal year has um, rankled and surprised several career staffers. They're like, what the wow. hell is going on? So the insistence of budget planning, even though Trump won't be 
uh, in office to offer a budget in February is part of a recent pattern of behavior from White House officials and senior political appointees who have sought to reject the election results. So nobody's come to realization. I think it's 50-50, I think. Um, so on Monday, um, the Trump White House also instructed senior government officials um, to not cooperate with Biden's transition team, igniting a potential legal battle. Uh, and they were also asked if the fiscal 2022 budget process was proceeding as planned. The spokesperson for the White House Budget Office said, of course. Okay, but Biden's not a part of that. I mean, because once you start the transition, he's supposed to be able to get access to certain, um, you know, things. And he's not right. being able to have access to those things. Um, so that's, that's, that's just a big deal. So they, they're, so they're, trying they're to saying box that this. Yeah. But his team, Trump's team, is, is going on with the budget. Like he won, and we will continue on with our budget plans that comes out in February. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. It's crazy. You know, mm-hmm. another thing really to think about is probably that the books probably aren't even clean. I think that's another thing Trump may yeah. worry about. He's been so preoccupied that's, that's... with and everything that right now, Shit ain't clean in there. He can't even, if he turned that stuff over right now, he'll be so exposed. That's not even funny. Because you mm. got uh, the guy's name, uh, her, her, his Which daughter's, one? his daughter's husband. Uh, Jared Kushner. Kushner. Kushner got so much crap going on. All the buildings he owned, he probably got a back office in the White House that he got set up for himself. So he's all comfortable in the back. Everybody walk around with their pajama pants and slippers on. So they're comfortable as shit. They ain't trying to leave there right now. Them jokers were living Looking a life. Well, I got news for them. They got to go. And they like their spoilers in there. Right, but Donald Trump hasn't done anything. So, I mean, who's keeping the books? And he's, his his um, people have transitioned so much, have left. There's nobody yeah. really on the staff that's been there on a regular basis. And, and also, yeah, that's true. How are you firing somebody right now, especially the the the, the, the Secretary of Defense? Do you know what his position is? Secretary of Defense? Yeah. That motherfucker's running all the military shit. He's the man. Isn't he the third how do you person is powerful? Is that right? He's far as he's in that line of, you know, people that uh that would take over just in case, you know, something happens to the president and the Trump's and, main objective you know, is to president. surround himself with people who will kiss his behind and agree you know, with him. You know, it's all a cult. And that's all he wants. He doesn't care mm-hmm. about if the person really knows what they're doing. You have to. I'm I mean, telling case you. in point, why would you put Ben Carson, who's a neurosurgeon, neurosurgeon. in charge of health, education, and welfare? This man used to cut he people's to heads open and work in on their brain. You know, you must That's got insane. mad talent when you got the ability to cut somebody's skull open, sit it to the damn side, and fix their fucking brain, and then put the skull back on when you get done. Now, would you think that Ben Carson should have been, but don't you think Ben Carson should have been like the Surgeon General or something See, of that a would have made fashion? They put, like so, I said. I keep forgetting who we're dealing with, Donald Trump. Okay. Well, well, see the fact that he they was black. They looked at that well, word him. urban and said oh. urban equates black. Hold up, like I'm we said, like we said before. See, when Trump sees black, all he thinks is urban. Okay. Mm-hmm. And when he saw, when he went to put Ben Carson in there, 
He thought about good times and the janitor, what was his name, Book, Booker? Oh, Bookman. 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 Oh, my God. He said, mm-hmm. why don't we just give him a jumpsuit, a belt, and 25 keys on the ring? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. they they made him a bookman on from good times, man. Because what did he really accomplish? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing, really. What do you do? Not a daggone thing. Anyway. Yeah. All right. That's it for the hot topics for tonight. Because we could go on and on with that. Yeah, we can. But we're going to take a quick break, and then we're coming back with some more for you with the hit it and quit it headlines. So uh, don't you move. We'll be back on the other side of the break. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm Wendy, host Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. It's time to hit it and quit it. So let's get to it. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh Uh-oh, they're coming for you, Kettle. Yeah. Uh, all right. The first one's interesting. Kamala Harris' husband, Doug Imhoff, is set to break stereotypes. As the spouse of Kamala Harris, the country's first female vice president-elect, um, Imhoff is set to break some stereotypes. He's leaving his successful career to prepare for an undetermined role in the White House under the administration. Mm. Um, interesting. Uh, one that often sees a female spouse leaving her job to support her husband's political career. 56 year old attorney had been on uh, a leave of absence from his private law practice since August. Wow, okay. After oh. uh, Biden announced uh, Harris was running, his running mate. Um, he said Wednesday that he is now leaving the California law firm of DLA Piper to take an as yet unspecified role in the White House. Mm, top secret. He also will make history when he becomes the first Jewish spouse of a president or vice president once Harris assumes office next year. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Oh, that's bad. Sounds nice. Gonna be hey. interesting to see. <laughs> well you know, like they, they made a joke mm-hmm. They made a joke on Saturday Night Live, and they said between yeah. Kamala Harris being black, uh, Indian, mixed, uh-huh. first woman, and married to a Jewish man, she said we check more <laughs> boxes than a disqualified ballot. <laughs> oh, wow. I was like, oh, okay. Wow. wow. That's interesting here. Yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, they got a lot going on, but hey, more power to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Yeah, that'll be interesting. So they're calling him the second man. Is that what they're calling him? <laughs> I guess. That's funny. Yeah, the second man. Yeah. Um, the second, uh, yeah, lady. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's cute. Yeah, because the vice president. Uh-huh. Yeah, the vice president's wife is called the second lady. Okay. The president's wife is first lady. The vice president's wife is second lady. So in this case, okay. since the vice president is a woman, then her husband mm-hmm. is going to be called the second man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Hey. Like I said, it reminds me of this movie with uh, Charlene Theris. She was the president, became president, and um, her husband was second man. And you think he cared? He loved it. <laughs> I can't remember okay. the name of that movie, but I, it was a good, it was a funny movie. So, yeah. All right. 
Keep it rolling. All right. Get in with it. Well, I got another political one for you. Trump is purging his Pentagon leadership. Uh, Trump has been making wholesale changes in the Pentagon's top civilian leadership, which is uh, a purge that began with the firing, uh, as Papa Didi mentioned, of Defense Secretary Mark Esper and continued through uh, the earlier part of the week through the senior ranks. He's been kicking folk to the curb. Three top senior officials resigned on Tuesday of this week, including the Undersecretaries for Policy and Intelligence. Esper's chief of staff also resigned, and the moves are sparking concern up on Capitol Hill that make it look like the Pentagon is kind of uh, in, in, uh, unstable. And they're saying that this could be a problem, you know, for people overseas, other countries and whatnot, looking at the whole thing. And then you got the presidential uh, non-transition. That's not happening. So James Anderson, who is the acting undersecretary for policy, and he's in the number three spot at the Pentagon, he also resigned on Tuesday and was replaced by Anthony Tata, who's a retired Army general, who was once uh, who once called former President Barack Obama a terrorist leader. So this is who we're dealing with now. Somebody who said that Barack Obama was a terrorist leader is now being put in a top position at the Pentagon. What's his name? What's his name? His name Anthony Tata. T A T A. He needs to be from a kissing list. Yeah. Kiss it list. Get him. Mm-hmm. Put it put him on the list. Gotcha. Uh he had previously withdrawn his name from the Pentagon post back in August because it was a contentious confirmation hearing in the Senate. Basically he didn't mm-hmm. want the Senate all up in his in his backside. So he ended up being placed in another job. But now Trump went and pulled him back out of the whatever hole he was in and want to put him in place. So, uh, you know, of course, you got different senators and stuff. Uh, Adam Smith, who's a Democrat out of Washington State, who's saying that this is all very alarming and that it's hard to even overstate how dangerous it is when you have this kind of turnover in these high-level positions. So, you know, we, we just got to be concerned about this kind of stuff. You know I mean? We're talking about people who deal with international policy. And these folk are either being fired or quitting, one or the other. And once again, like I said before, Trump replaces all these people with a bunch of yes-men and butt-kissers. So got to keep an eye on it. But, you know, we only got a few but- more what, weeks. To deal with mm-hmm. this, and then Biden's gonna come through and clean house. So, all right. Let alone the um the clearances, the high profile clearances. You know, people going in and out the Pentagon and different places. They have these high right. clearances, and they they just being fired left and right. Who's to say somebody don't come back act act the fool? You know, being a terrorist yeah. for real. So, because those clearances give them access to a lot of high-level information. Right. So, somebody yeah, you're right on that one, one day. Yeah. That's, that's what I feel. But, uh, All right. We're going to hit them and quit them. Mm-hmm. Over to you, Papa Didi. 
What's going on with COVID this week? Oh, let's see here. COVID no, is rising. It's rising. It's amazing because you thought the stuff was in perspective and things was opening back up. But uh, we're saying California has suppressed one million cases of COVID on Thursday, according to uh, John Hopkins University. Oh the state is only the second to do so after uh, Texas marked that gain milestone on Tuesday as well. So mm. these big cities, I don't know whether people are going somewhere or coming back, but you got some people still running to the airport to go to Cancun and wherever they do, and, uh, you know, like Aruba, red wine, <clears throat> Aruba, red wine. But anyway, some people, they're still traveling. And uh, when they come back, they don't expose to so many people being so lackadaisical. Love you, Aruba. And it's um, very interesting. But anyway, um, like I said, California was suppressed at one million cases, which is so interesting. Hospitalization and ICU uh, missions in, in the state had seen a, a sharp increase since November 1st as of uh, Wednesday. Now, also, now you have to understand all these Trump rallies he was giving, you know? Yeah. And people doing their thing, and he out there talking all openly, and they cheering. I mean, it's a major cult. It really is, because... They're they're about to have something what uh, Saturday in uh, D.C. called a mega Megan watch or something walk something. or something. Mega anyway. mega million mega. Yeah, you know, steal that. You know, that was a Farrakhan ideal. But you hate Farrakhan's guts, but you're gonna take his ideals. I tell you, white folks have always been eating out of black folks' back pockets for fucking years. It's making me sick with that. Anyway, infectious disease expert. This guy's name is uh, John Strasberg. Said on Thursday that the uh, the state is heading for a very dark winter. He's speaking on California again, and the uh, the situations for people not wearing masks and not following social distancing guidelines. You know, and they say there's a lot of that goes on in California, especially the beaches and all that. Because these jokers got good weather all the time. In most cases, it may get cold at night like it does anywhere, but you know, but by eleven, twelve o'clock in the afternoon, you know. Yeah, LA, is, LA is bursting with sunshine, you know, and it's very interesting. You just had to understand that. And it's just coming in through the back door anymore because nobody's abiding anything. And then by the time to get back to senior people or to get back home and everybody's all lackadaisical and react, it's just positive, positive, positive. So, you know, we got to watch it because it's, you know, COVID will kill you. It will literally kill you or it'll tear your lungs up and once they throw the respirator in you gotta open up your throat and all that, do a trek on you and all kinda of, uh. the repair aspect is just so so hard as far as people putting a self in position to be uh taken care of. I mean, it's just I just hope it all gets in some kind of perspective because it's all over again. It's getting high again, everybody's getting you know, it's coming back. Come back, so just watch yourself, you know. Yeah. Anyway, I think we need to impose some some curfews and stuff like that, and some mandatory um, face masks. You know, wherever you go, you have to wear a face mask. Mm-hmm. Well, there were mm-hmm. other states that were, you know, putting some restrictions in place and whatnot. Did you have mm-hmm. anything on any of the other states? I uh, heard some stuff yeah, it looks like. Uh, uh, Somewhere in the Midwest, I think. Was got it? New Mexico's Governor Michelle uh, Lagan Graham and Oregon Chief Executive Kate Brown ordered uh, two weeks business shutdown um, Friday as the state struggles to curve COVID nineteen. Two weeks. 
Yeah, in okay. in in the D.C. area, two hotels at National Harbor were shut down due to uh, COVID violations. That's the A.C. Hotel. If you ever go to the National Harbor, you'll see a big A.C. Hotel. I was wondering what hotel mm-hmm. it was. It's a capital A, capital C. Looks generic as hell to be down at something mm-hmm. as elaborate as that. Yeah, you know, I'm not familiar think. with that one. I've seen it, but I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not familiar with Even it. another name, like the Dew Drop In. Yeah, because when I see AC, I think Atlantic City, mm-hmm. so I don't know what AC stands for. But oh, yeah, also it's, it's Virginia, so, you know. Virginia has some restrictions too. It's like their restrictions. Um, oh, okay. And Maryland has some restrictions also in place. Um, I think it's uh, yeah, and first was twenty five people, now it's ten people if you're having a group. And um, as far as restaurants, twenty five percent, and. Uh, uh, I think um, New York was saying the, their um, restaurants have to be closed by 10 on no wow. nightlife yeah. and things like that. So I did hear that. Yeah, yeah. Chicago's, be rough. Chicago's tripping out as well. Mm-hmm. They got all kinds of stuff going there. Yeah, I did hear something on Illinois. I think yeah. Illinois, I don't think they've shut down yet, but they're getting to that point right, but where they're going to do a statewide song. I'm sure Chicago. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah. Okay. Um, you just need well, to stop acting like that. spoiled brats. Get with the program. Put a mask yeah, on when you go out. It's not a political yeah. thing. It's a health thing. I agree. Anyway, I it, you know it. what? That's 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 a good T-shirt, a uh, red one. That's a good T-shirt. I like that. Yeah, um, it's not political. It's health. All right. Go ahead, Kevin. Right. Um, that's a good. This is a good segue into the um, COVID nineteen vaccine. Um, Israel, they're contracted to buy enough from Pfizer because um, uh, the COVID-19 vaccine for 4 million people. Um, they're going to purchase that through Pfizer. Um, Prime Minister Benjamin, um, can't even pronounce his last name, announced Friday. Wow. That's the deal Yahoo. would give the um, country, okay. <laughs> the deal would give the uh, country 8 million uh, doses of the COVID-19 vaccine starting in January, pending an approval from the um, Food and Drug Administration. So, uh, goes on to say, intern analysis earlier this week found that Pfizer um, coronavirus vaccine candidate was about 90% effective in preventing the COVID-19 infection. The company needs to wait until the third week in November to finish gathering two months of safety data required by the FDA. And then, it, and then it can apply for emergency use authorization. Okay. Um, news of the deal um, comes after the prime minister has faced domestic pushback for an um, unsuccessful reopening of the country after a relatively successful lockdown at the start of the pandemic. After the uh, reopening, cases in Israel soared with no plan to tackle a second wave of the virus. So, yeah. Doing things for your own good, so please listen, people. Yeah, please. Yeah. All mm-hmm. right. They should they should be like uh, China did. They shut it down for like um, I think three three days, and they sprayed all outside. Said nobody go outside. Yeah, they that did. The they were chasing beginning. people down on the streets and stuff. If you were outside, yeah, they would like tackle people and. Get you off the streets and whatever. Yeah, so we're gonna just start doing something, you know. National Guard, whatever we got to do. They were here, 
But um, we need to start really doing something. Yeah. People just need to line up, line up, we get with the program. All right. We're going to keep it moving. Uh, Papa Didi, you have the last one. All right. Um, this, uh, so many stories are just unreal. <laughs> this, the title of this here is Florida. This this person here, Ron DeSantis. Yeah, he's, he's the governor, right? He's the governor. He's a Republican yeah, governor. Alabama. Now he's moved to allow citizens, citizens, not cops now, but if if concerned citizens happen to see a, what do you call it, some type of uh, people looting. You know the title of the of the particular thing I'm reading is the Florida's DeSanto moves to allow citizens to shoot looters, rioters, and different and targeting when they're when they're looting businesses, whether it be Target or Home Depot, whatever they broke into. This gentleman, this governor, is trying to pass a bill that's going to allow the citizens to shoot the looters. <laughs> I just I don't know where this stuff is coming from. I really don't. I mean, who people makes, have lost their yeah, mind. but who makes the other person think that they're holier than thou, you know, and going to be concerned about shooting people? What do you do when the first? It's like Christmas addicts when it comes to the, you know, the British, British, you know, revolutionary. I mean, what what are we going to do out here on a so-called civil war when a first person gets killed by another person Ooh. just because of the color of their skin? Or Trump gave the order, or whatever. I mean, when it gets like that, it's just not even. I tell you, this guy, you got him on the kiss list, right? Yeah, I got His him. newest legislation comes in response to months of protests and their frequency led to riots in the summer in Florida and across the United States following the death of George Floyd. So he, he's pissed off that George Floyd calls a lot of white folks to stand up and pay attention. Because obviously there was lackadaisical as hell, and stuff got undone, and now things are getting potent with stuff. And I don't think the white people want to be alone. <laughs> I think that's their biggest problem. They just can't handle the fact that uh, for somebody to tell them, it's almost like, and I say white people, not speaking on the whole race, don't get me wrong. But it's like they function better when they're being led. And this is what's happening right now. I think that most people, you got to admit, the majority of people that are Trump lovers, Trump, I wouldn't even say lovers, Trump, you know, they just all into Trump. And these That's people. That's Trump cult. These, right, exactly. The, the, the cult theory is so alive. All the traits of a cult is there. And they act like they don't see it. You got people now, they were standing on Black Lives Matter way out there, and they were protesting about, you know, what they're going to do to get Trump back in office. I'm like, like I said about Christmas addicts when it comes to the British Revolutionary War, when that first bullet rings out, when them when them trigger happy white see one thing people gotta understand, when you shoot a crowd into a crowd of people that outnumber you, you can't reload that damn gun fast enough. And people are gonna realize that that he who lives by the gun dies by the gun. So keep acting like that that gun is your little pacifier. Or that's your little, you know, just what you carry all the time to put in perspective. Everything got a, a twist on it that, that involves a gun, and people are happy about it. Just think that they don't, yeah, my Second Amendment rights, yeah, 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 yeah. And they got eight guns in the house. But then you got them same white guys, and their wife divorced them because of those guns. 
Now he's even pissed. You ever see a white guy that's pissed off at the world? Mm-hmm. You know, and when you do his backstory, this boy done been in the drugs, alcohol, lost his wife, has no custody of the children, you know, and now he's out there doing his thing. He's evil as hell because his life was evil. Everything he messed up on in life has come full circle. So what you going to do, take it out on black people? Because you lost your, you know, uh, your high school sweetheart, and y'all had two beautiful key, kids when everything was, was doing well, but then you kept listening to those podcasts, all that right-wing stuff, and you turned into a fucking monster. And your wife said, I don't recognize your ass anymore. And why do we have all these goddamn guns? We got one in the brewer. You got one in the kitchen cabinet, for God's sake, next to the fucking spoons. I mean, guns are all over the house. Mm-hmm. And the kids are getting older, and they just, that's my Second Amendment rights, my rights, my rights. And, you know, and then, like I said, the wife kicks him to the curb, and then he's drinking drinking down there at the trailer park with his fucking buddies, and they become radical, and that's how that shit is born. Because their love of their life, their queen, their high school sweetheart, Say, kiss my ass, you poor white trash motherfucker. Go back to the trailer park where you came from. I took you out of the trailer park, took you home, gave you a fucking bath, washed your pee-pee, and now you done turned back into a radical asshole. And when she left them, they lo- they went crazy. If you hmm. do statistics on some of these white guys, and it's their radical shit, half of them are divorcees. Well. With their heart broke like a motherfucker, and they're all fucked up. Anyway, I'm gonna. I'm getting into the damn uh, what's popping. Well, I want dog the mic. I want dog the mic. Anyway, woo, that's the backdrop. And you know, so just, what were we talking about? I don't know. Oh, Florida. <laughs> we were talking about Florida. Shooters <laughs> and looters. I thought. Anyway, yeah, shooting looters. God, well, 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 see what <laughs> I everything I everything I said. Oh, let, now, now, the, with the wife situation and everything, everything I said led to the fact that this damn, now this poor white trash governor in Florida is saying, fuck it. If they're looting, I'm giving the citizens the right shoot to shoot them. Well, what makes you think shoot that the only people, both. what makes you think the only people that's looting is black people or people of color? That's just all that's well, on I mean, film. he ain't say that, but. But what's the undercoding of it? I, yeah. Come well, on. Yeah. You think? See, any, he everybody. Said, Look, if if he can get this law passed, then people would have a legal right to say, if you come to my store and you try to loot me when there's a riot or a protest or something going on, then you would have a legal Wait right. Wait a minute, but, but hold, up, hold up, is that what hold he's up, saying? Hold up, hold up, now. The title of this topic is, he's moved to allow citizens to shoot. This does not say business owners. This is citizens, so everyday citizens, because you know they already got. If I'm a citizen and I see somebody looting a store, right? And if they're black, you got the right to shoot them in the ass. See, you adding the black. This is the law. (laughs) You adding the black. (laughs) I'm saying that if I'm a citizen carrying a gun, right? And I see rioters or protesters looting somebody. Stop adding the black. (laughs) Seeing somebody breaking into a store, that as a citizen. I would have, if that law is passed. The right to say, stop black man right or I'll say, shoot. Okay. And then I could just go ahead and unload my weapon on somebody breaking into people's store, even if it's not Crazy. my store? 
I like I said, legislation Ooh. has not even been distributed yet for this, but but that's what he wants. For this to governor have. to even be contemplating that thought, see, wow. and, and but like I said, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hog the mic, but what, I got a lot to say. Name? His name is uh, DeSantis. Okay. Ooh. DeSantis Ron. First name is Ron. You know, oh, such a no. nice, yeah, such a nice fucking name too. Damn. Anyway. Okay. All right. All right. Well, if anybody got any questions or comments for the conversation, hit us up tonight. Nine one four eight zero three forty three zero six. And press press hold it, hold it. What the hell is that shit? Oh boy. Whoa. So are we going to take a little break and come back with the cocktail? Yeah, if you want to take a break, ready? get the people a yeah, break. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> And then we, we coming back with the cocktail here. of the week. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right. It is time for the cocktail of the week. Week, 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 week. <laughs> All right. What you got for us, Kevin? Get it in. It's called the Bourbon Rosemary Punch. Ooh. Alrighty. Yeah, you guys may not like yeah. rosemary, but I mean, it's going to top it off. Um, we're going to start with a bottle of rosemary infused apparel. Uh, that is a liqueur, is an orange and tangerine note, you know, sweet and citrus. Um, it's considered an um, aperitif. If you guys don't know what an aperitif is, it's an alcoholic drink taken before a meal. To stimulate the appetite. Okay. Um, so one bottle of rosemary infused apparel, 12 ounces of bourbon, okay, uh, six ounces of honey syrup, six ounces of grapefruit juice, freshly squeezed, one bottle of dry sparkling wine, uh, one bottle of uh, soda water to top it off, um, garnish with 16 grapefruit wheels and 16 rosemary sprigs. So this is a punch, you guys. It's not one cocktail, one drink meal. Oh, so, okay. Um, com- combine the rosemary-infused apparel, bourbon, honey syrup, and grapefruit juice in a punch bowl and add a large ice cube. Uh, for each serving, ladle three ounces of punch into a punch glass filled with ice cubes. Top with a splash of sparkling wine and a splash of uh, the soda water and garnish with a grapefruit wheel and the rosemary Week. So, sounds pretty good. So, the Bourbon Rosemary Punch. It'll be on our website. Hey. Woohoo! How you doing? <laughs> I love a good punch. Then everybody enjoys it. Uh uh, <laughs> don't say it like that. I'm just saying. Everybody can uh-huh. enjoy it. Those okay. seven natural <laughs> fruit juices. Yeah, that's that good. All right. Uh, Hawaiian punch, huh? Yeah. All right. That was a good one, Kevin. Thank you for that. And we'll definitely make sure over the weekend it's on the website, the Bourbon Rosemary Punch. Perfect for the holidays. Get you some. All right, Papa Didi. It's time for What's Poppin'. Mm. What's poppin', Papa Didi? Well, what's poppin', first of all, um... White folks, as they are so. Uh, <laughs> White folks are popping. Candidly uh, described as. 
And you have to understand, too, this is, you know, when I say white folks, believe me, I am not speaking as a whole. Because, man, there are, white folks help put Biden in office, man. Their their contribution with, with between people of color and, and all kinds of other nationalities. But, but what I'm saying is that the ones that are under the spell, man, and it's amazing how white folks know what other white counterparts are under the spell. And a lot of them live on the same block, you know, because for some reason, the one thing white folks can't shake is the fact that they got to get far away from everybody, you know. They got to build what they call their own community. That's why once they're there for a few years, they feel like it belongs to them. And all of a sudden, big business will come and say, you know what, damn, that area looks like a nice area. They say, why don't we put a Walmart there? And a lot of them will jump up and say, oh, no, you can't put a Walmart in our neighborhood. But they're not afraid of Walmart. They're afraid of what, what Walmart will bring. Walmart will bring people of color in the area that they're so-called trying to protect. It's amazing how when people move somewhere to an area, they kind of think the native have migrated in there, like like they landed on fucking Mars or something, you know, with the what they call that little machine, the uh, they called it the Sojourner, uh, what do they call it? The, it's got a nickname, a little truck that goes around Mars, a little doom buggy. But when oh, it, anyway, that's that's a whole nother thing. We ain't gonna focus on that. But what I'm saying, the fact that when people move to their little neighborhoods, they want to take it over. You know, then then you decide that you got a few dollars, a dollar to rub against another, and you feel like you want to go out to uh, some kind of exclusive neighborhood. As soon as you get there, they're looking at you with the side eye, thinking you're bringing some kind of instant funk, or you're bringing some type of, everything you're bringing is bad. No matter what you got going on, you ain't got the right color, the right dynamic, or you didn't come there licking their balls from the beginning when you first got there. Now, some black folks can migrate in these neighborhoods because they got that, what they what old folks used to call a, a shit-eating grin. You ever heard that before? Sitting there with that little shit-eating grin. Mm-hmm. Okay? So white, some blacks have the ability to put on that Uncle Tom salute that white folks just love because it's got it's the servant look. But you got to be from certain areas to project the servant look where white folks can look at you and don't feel threatened. Now, white folks look at my black ass, and they'd be like, oh, no, this motherfucker going to be trouble. You know what I mean? I didn't see it. I don't know if it's my eyebrows or my look or, you know what I mean? But but some black folks can can beat the system. They got that little, you know, merge kind of, you know, that that bounce around kind of shit that they, you know what I mean, they wear their khakis the right way. They're fucking Levi Cotton Dockers or whatever they got, their slip-ons. and You know what I mean? They got the look. And white folks would say, oh, he's a nice Negro. Oh, that's Kevin. Kevin's nice. Kevin's nice. You know, Kevin's got the, the little, you know how they tie the shit in a knot around their neck with the sweater. and they, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You've seen the typical bougie black person that's like so full of shit that's unbelievable because they think they can just merge with everybody. Oh, they like me. They like me. I'm Kevin. I'm Kevin. I'm neutral. I don't see color. I don't see color. You know, and Kevin's darker than my ass. You know, so anyway, <laughs> we'll leave that alone. Anyway, let me tell you, I'm going to say this last little thing. I'm, I'm going to get off the mic. I went to a gas station day up north. I'm not going to say where because I'm going to put y'all on my business. Now, the car I was driving has a little problem that I got to take care of where the gas tank for some reason kicks gas back out when you put it in. And you got to squeeze it in real slow. I got, I'm going to put a metal hanger down there 
tomorrow to see whether or not there's some kind of blockage or something. Because sometimes when you put the gas treatment in there, the little red thing, uh, STP gas treatment, they have a little thing on the top. Maybe that got stuck in the gas line going into the car, and maybe it's blocking the gas. So it's popping out. But anyway, I go to this gas station in the up north area where they pump the gas for you. You can probably figure it out. One of the states up north, they pump your gas. You don't pump your own gas there. So I'm telling this Middle Eastern motherfucker, right, that when you, and I, I say that because he pissed me off today. That's why I disrespected him and his nationality. Anyway, let me get, let me, let me take this live before I forget it. Anyway, I tell the guy, you got to put it in slow because if not, it's going to come back out. Now, you got to pump it with your hand. I explained all this to him before he stuck the thing inside the car. He, but as a black man, he wasn't paying me no rabbit ass mind. You know, Black Lives Matter. And like we said, when we say Black Lives Matter, it means that you guys ain't paying us no rabbit-ass mind. You don't give a damn about us. Now, here's a perfect example today. But he got his back. Now, he put the thing on where you put the clip in to let it run on its own. I said, man, don't do that. You got to squeeze it with your hand real slow to get in there. He's like, oh, no, no, this, this, uh, put on the second lever. This here, this runs slow right here. I said, all right, man. Now, he's he's right there by it. As soon as you pull on the lever and it flow by so. Gas started gushing out of the car and got all over his fucking hand, arm, and everything else. I looked. At, I wanted to laugh my ass off, but then I made it. I made it a little more argumentative by saying, "Man, I told you how to put it." In. And then he goes into a typical Middle Eastern fucking beatdown. Your car no good. You bring your car here. You bring your car here. The car the Nico. No, your car no good. Now, the moral of the story is that I told this asshole from the beginning when I first pulled in there how I need my gas pump. Now, mind you that this state, they pump your gas for you, so you have no choice but to let them put it in. But I tried to instruct this ass on what to do. He didn't listen to me, ended up with gas all over his arm, forearm, fist, hand, everything. I think it only came to like maybe $6 because he didn't do it right and it fucked up. I said, okay, man, forget it. I pulled out a $5 bill and a $1 bill, gave it to him, put the cap on my shit and drove off. Okay, I started to light a fucking big lighter and throw it on his fucking hand. That's how pissed off I was that he didn't listen to me. I mean, I'm making jokes, don't get me wrong. I'm making jokes, wouldn't do no foul shit like that. But the man did not listen to me from the beginning when I went there. But like I said, black lives don't matter. People don't listen to you. Now, if I was a white man with a fucking tie on, he would have took instructions from me like I was his college professor. Oh, you'll say, push slow, sir? Push slow? Is this slow enough, sir? You want it slower? Oh, blah, blah, blah. You know, he would have tongue all up my ass if I was a white man with a tie on projecting a bullshit business image. Anyway, I'm going to leave it at that. All righty then. Okay. So he ended up full of gas and didn't really get any money. Fucked him up. <laughs> it cost me six dollars to laugh my ass off as I drove away. That was the cheapest comedy. Sh- that was the cheapest comedy show I ever been to. Oh my mind! I said, "Look at this, buddy." And he got into that. That you know when you piss off a Middle Eastern motherfucker. You're getting your goddamn car. Get your goddamn car. My goddamn gas station. <laughs> Bring it right in. Can you take this car to the shop? I got a back. You know, he just went into it. He started his spill. You know? Mm, Fuck. Mm, mm. Oh, boy. Okay. Anyway, what are you going to do? All right. Okay. 
What you gonna uh, do? We gonna yeah. take a break or we gonna go ahead and lighten it up? Lighten it up. See, y'all scared. <laughs> Always. Anyway. Uh, um, uh, yeah, that was a while. I wish I had it on video. I would have posted to every yeah, damn website on the funny. planet. Oh, I would have posted that shit to everybody. Anyway. All right. Well, what you got over there, man? Well, I'm going to lighten it up. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I got the first one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I sure did. Okay. Uh, let's see. I've got something crazy out of Japan. They got a robot that they're trying to scare the wolves away. I'm like, wait a minute. The robot, okay, here's what it is. Howling monster wolf robot deployed in Japan to scare away wild bears. And this is out of Tokyo. A Japanese town has deployed robot wolves in an effort to scare away bears that have become increasingly dangerous and nuisance in the countryside. Now, this is in the town of Takakawa on the northern island of Hokkaido, they have purchased and installed a pair of robot, a pair of these robots after bears were found roaming around in neighborhoods last month, well, in September, month before last. City officials said that there have been no bear encounters ever since they put these robots up there. So the bear sightings have been at a five-year high mostly in the rural areas and western and northern Japan, uh, according to the national broadcaster NHK. They said there had been a dozen of attacks so far in 2020, two of them fatal, which prompted the government to convene an emergency meeting last month to try to come up with some kind of solution. So they came up with the Monster Wolf Robots, which consists of a shaggy body on four legs with a blonde maze, mane, I'm sorry, and fierce glowing red eyes. So this thing is sitting up like way up on a post or a stick or something. The eyes are glowing red and the head turns back and forth. And apparently it seems to be working. I'm wondering how long it's going to take before the bears realize that that thing is not real. And they get up there and smack it down. But anyway, they said when the motion detectors are activated, the thing moves its head, flashes lights, and it makes about 60 different sounds, ranging from wolfish, wolfish howling to machinery noises. So whatever it is, the thing is like, oh, and then makes some machinery sounds. I don't know what that sounds like. But it has a range of 60 different noises with the eyes glowing red and the head turning. The bears are freaked out like, what the hell? So the bears don't come around. But what's been happening is that because of a lot of different things, whether it's the pandemic or global warming or something, the bears, Mm -hmm. I guess, are not hibernating the way they normally would. And they're hungry. So they're oh, out better. looking for berries and food and whatnot, and oh. that's why they're coming all up in the towns and in the areas where normally they wouldn't be. So, yeah, it's just a you know it's like a domino effect. One thing leads to another. <laughs> but these okay. things are 
these mechanical <laughs> things seem to be freaking out the bears. So I don't know. Keeping them away, huh? Yeah, but you know the bears got to go somewhere. Yeah. They'll be knocking on mm-hmm. doors or something after a while. Okay, right. I hope not. Okay. Moving um, on. This is a crazy. This is a crazy story. McDonald's. This is my people here. Uh, drink size on the TikTok video sparks outrage online. So a TikTok video from McDonald's employee has sparked outrage, um, and they talking about the drinking cups. In the video, viewed more than one million times, why I don't know, as of Monday evening, they give the employees, um, I guess, handle or whatever on TikTok, Coke from a small McDonald's cup into a medium and then in a large, all with no ice. Each time the drink is poured, um, it fits into the next size cup. So somebody said they, they do by line to us. This is what the employee is saying. So the video has um, more than 12,000 comments filled mostly with skeptics who argue that Coke was already poured into the cup ahead of time. So that what, that's what's happened when uh, you fill each of the cups slightly and then pour more in, one person says. Um, and then another person says you could at least make it um, less obvious that you filled the cups. So this other person claimed that they worked at McDonald's, and this is true. The former employee said, always say no ice or ice on the side and only order smalls, never medium. So he's saying you're getting the same amount, I guess, in the cup, so order a small. But uh, my thing is, what difference does it make? 16 ounces small, 21 ounces medium, 30 ounces large, and most of the McDonald's beverages are a dollar. So what does it matter? <laughs> so all of that for nothing. But well, I guess because when you pay for a large <laughs> drink, you're expecting, you know, extra ounces. When it's not on the dollar menu, I guess. I don't know. I guess. <laughs> but I, I, I can understand if it was a difference in price. I got what you're saying. You are expecting more uh, to drink. Yeah, you got a point there. But uh, it's all a dollar, so you might as well go ahead and get the large one. Sometimes I order a small to give me a medium. Or sometimes I order a medium to give me a large, so. They don't really do it. It ain't there. So that's what blows my mind. So. Yeah. Yep. But that um, is kind of crazy. crazy. What's the point, if that's true, mm-hmm. what's the point of having different <laughs> sizes that they charge you for if it's all the same? But I, I'm thinking, okay, it's been viewed one million times. Y'all people don't have nothing else to do, and y'all lie. <laughs> <laughs> Why somebody poured uh, soda in some cups? Come on, be realistic, people. Come on, got a pandemic people out there. People want to know. No. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So well, I'm gonna take the mm-hmm. I'm gonna take the last one. This one is uh, an eel. Eel burst out of a flying heron stomach, alien style. Um, the late mm. alien actor John Hurt might have known how this bird feels. In an amazing photo making the rounds, a snake eel blasts through the stomach of a heron, which is a bird, flying over Delaware. The heron had apparently swallowed the serpent whole. So a photographer named Sam Davis told Live Science magazine this week, 
that he thought at first that the eel had bitten the bird and clamped on, but after blowing up the photo, he saw an entirely different scenario. He said, I could see the eel. You could see its eyes. It was actually coming out the other end, kind of like the guy that popped out of Hurt's character in the 79 sci-fi classic movie, Alien. Davis saw the heron at one point descend to the water with the eel still abroad. The heron didn't seem to act much differently, Davis told Live Science. It was in the water, I mean, yeah, it was in the water and flying around. Davis took the photo in 2011, but recently shared it with the wildlife photo site, Live Science. Snake eels have been known to attempt escape from a predatory fish's stomach by using its pointy tail tip to dig through, but they don't usually make it past the ribcage, according to the Guardian. This is some crazy stuff. So apparently this bird, the heron, swallowed a whole eel, and the eel used its pointy tail to somehow burst out of this bird. They say it's sort of like alien style, like that movie. I never watched that movie because I don't like horror movies. But I I get the visual in my mind, and that's more than enough for me. So... If you want to see any photos, I don't know if they have pictures of it, but you can look it up. Eel burst out of a heron. I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, that sounds kind of nasty to me. but <laughs> No, thank you. Mm-hmm. No point. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. One of those pop the here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right, coming up now, we have uh, Red Wine's uh, segment called, uh, I'm Just Saying. Take it away, Red Wine. Okay. This week, I'm just saying, do you know what you really stand for? And this topic may be controversial to some, and I don't mind if you want to call, if you want to be mad, that's cool. Call us, 914-803-4306. I want to talk about pro-lifers, people who say that they support candidates and they vote for candidates just because they say they are pro-life. What does that really mean? Do you really, really know what you stand for when you say, I'm backing this person because they say they're pro-life? Well, unless you're a murderer, we're all pro-life. So let's just dispense with the titles and the labels. Everybody, unless, like I said, you're some kind of mass murderer, we're all pro-life. Okay, when you say pro-choice, that doesn't mean you're pro-abortion. Pro-choice means just what it says. It means you are for a person having the legal right to make a choice for their own life. I'm not getting into the moral side of whether if a person wants to terminate a pregnancy, if it's legally right or wrong, or if it's morally right, what did I say, morally right or legally right or wrong, that's not even the issue. I'm just saying that it shouldn't be up to Congress. It shouldn't be up to the Supreme Court. It should be up to the person who has to deal with that particular issue. 
But to say you're going to support a candidate because they say they are pro-life, well, let me ask you this. If you're one of the pro-life supporters, if your 13- or 14-year-old daughter comes home and tells you that she thinks she's pregnant, what are you going to do then? Are you going to tell your, your child, we're talking about a child, are you going to tell your child that you, you're going to allow her or you want her to go ahead and have this baby? She's a baby herself. How many of these so-called pro-lifers are going to allow that child to bring a child in the world that you know as the parent you're going to have to raise? Because that child does not have the capacity to raise a child. A baby can't raise a baby. So I'm just saying, how many people who claim to be so pro-life have gone off somewhere in a corner and found a, a, a facility, medical facility or a clinic or somewhere where they took that child and said, we're going to terminate this because I'm not going to let you make a decision that's going to change the trajectory of your entire life and we just won't talk about it, and we won't tell anybody. And then you go on and live your life as if nothing ever happened, but you still stand on that platform talking about, I'm pro-life, I'm anti-abortion. Give me a break with that bull crap. If that's how you feel, that should be your business and yours alone. I don't want to hear about all this stuff about pro-life people. Like you think you're so high and mighty. You're not any holier than anybody else. And you're no better than anybody else. So I'm just saying, I'm just sick and tired of these people claiming pro-life like that makes you so all-American. That gives you the right to wear the stars and stripes. It does not. Pro-choice just means that you want to have the ability to make a decision for your own life. Just like if you choose to have a vasectomy or if you choose to have a... What's the other one? A hysterectomy. That's your own business. That's your own choice. If you know that having a child is not the right choice for you, for whatever the reason, that's between you and whatever higher power you believe in, if you believe in one. That's between you and that person. You will answer for that. But court and Congress should not have anything to do with it. So I'm just saying, all these people talking about you support somebody because they are pro-life. Do you really know what you support? I don't think you do. This is Red Wine, and I'm saying you better really know who and what you believe and what you support. Because these people that claim all that stuff, ask them about their personal life and personal choices they've had to make and see exactly how pro-life they really are. That's all I'm saying. Because people say all that stuff, but then, you know, when the doors are shut and the blinds are pulled down, Mm -hmm. let that little girl come home knocked up Mm -hmm. and see how pro-life they are. By the fucking mailman. Or their their boyfriend, (laughs) you know, a year or two older or three or or four years older. Or he's fucking 21. The next door neighbor. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Make the story sound interesting. Yeah. 21 years old. Yeah, statutory mm-hmm. rape situation. Mm-hmm. Now you got to deal with all of that. And he's a black guy. Oh, don't go there. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, Red Wine, you put that down. Ooh. 
And it's good that you say it that way because a lot of things people don't hear the real excl you know, the explanation of it. They don't understand what the whole story is. They keep everything so raw and so not and these are adult educated people that exactly. make decisions on stuff. And they keep it so raw with the Pacifics they don't really and then they carry it like it's a badge of honor. Exactly. Oh, pick them because they're blah, 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 blah. Oh, I support this candidate because they're pro-life and I'm anti-abortion. I'm mm-hmm. like, really? Okay. If anybody is ever getting an abortion, believe me, like you said, that is definitely their story. It's their story. It's their story. Because they're the ones that got to live with it. You exactly. Can't, I was just going to say. You know, another thing, too, you know thing, another thing, too, that that reminds me of, and when you think about it sometimes, if somebody like say that you know that you that your that your your mother or your father has passed away, and and somebody whose mother and father is living, they say, oh, I know just how you feel. How the fuck, you know how I feel when your mother and father is still living. Yeah, Are exactly. you serious? Are you serious? If you have not really walked in my shoes, you do not know how I feel. Exactly. I know you lost your mother. I know you hurt. And now you feel. And you just had lunch with your mother yesterday. How yeah. the fuck you know how I feel? No, you really don't. You don't. You know, that was good, real one. Because you broke it down on a real common sense level as opposed to the way Clarence Thomas will handle this shit on the Supreme Court <laughs> with, his, with his butt. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying, if you're going to change the sheets, you got to break the bed down. <sighs> Fucking red Okay. You're taking over the night, Bob. Period. That is sexy as hell. Stop it. (laughs) Anyway, it's time for living for the city. Where are my notes? Uh oh, he got to get his notes. It's time for living for the city with Mm. the notorious Papa Didi. What you got for us, Papa Didi? Let me tell you something. We are we are in the middle of witnessing influences right now that are unbelievable. It's amazing how Trump is influencing these people, egging these people on, and making these people completely violate something that has to do with general law. Mm-hmm. They showed a clip in the day of Jimmy Carter giving a transfer to Ronald Reagan. This was from this is back in 1980. This was, they said, they showed the same video at the same time frame. It was around the 20th of November, 1980. And they had Ronald Reagan talking. Ronald Reagan said that Jimmy Carter gave him everything he needed. They had a smooth transition of of power. Gave him all kind of things that is currently going on with the government, what's going on with all the situations overseas and everything. And Ronald Reagan said that he's very, him and Nancy are very happy that, um, Jimmy Carter and his wife, I think her name is Rosalind, I believe, gave him all this and all that. They showed the video the day of that, and Ronald Reagan was very happy that that happened. You know, and then they showed another clip of of of, Ron, of, of Barack Obama giving Obama giving Trump all the different instructions and everything. Everybody being all open with it. Now Trump gonna come along and say, "Fuck all that," you know what I mean? And I said that just to make my story sound better. Trump just comes out and says, fuck all that. I ain't going for that bullshit. I ain't going no motherfucking way. Then you got Barr 
And you got the other guy, the uh, Secretary of State, what's his name? Uh, uh, he's the worst. He acts like he's all soft-spoken, but he's the biggest lick-ass of all of them, really. You know, Pompeo. Pompeo. Yeah, Pompeo, yeah. Him and, and the other boy, Barr, they're encouraging him, yeah, fight for it, fight for it, because they all want another job for four more years, making a bunch of money by doing nothing. So, and then everybody's influencing him. Everybody in the White House saying, yeah, we won the election. How the hell are you going to win the election when it's all? And then you got the other side, you know, Biden, all them, they're already celebrating, making plans and all. But at some point, this is going to come up to a point where both sides are going to be looking at each other, wondering what to do. If Trump does not call off the cronies, who's about to have a mega million march, Tomorrow in D.C. Okay? They're all fired up. He won. He won. He won. And you got to understand that 72 million people feel that way. But it takes the leader of all that shit to say, stand down. I'm going to concede. You got to put that in their mind because you got the motherfuckers under a spell. Don't you realize that? I mean, it's almost like the song by Earth, Wind, and Fire where they say, not Earth, Wind, and Fire, forgive me, Stevie Wonder, where the title is, uh, the, 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 the course of the song is, you took me riding in a rocket and gave me a star, but about a half a mile from heaven, you dropped me back down to this cold, cold world. Damn. You know, Trump got these people way up there, gave everybody a star. But he doesn't realize that come January 20th, or somewhere near to January 20th, everybody's going to back off. The Supreme Court going to stay out of this shit. They're going to say, you know what? This is big. And I ain't messing with it. I ain't making no decisions, Trump, on what's going on with what. We done counted the votes. Everything is in. Everything is locked in, Trump. I'm not, I'm sorry. You got to knock on another door because I am not changing, brother. I am a chief justice for life, okay? I got my family, my house, my bills, my situations, my circumstances, and you're 76 fucking years old. I'm not going to let your old ass fuck up my life, okay? So the Supreme Court going to fall out of it. They got nothing to do with it. They're going to say, we're not even going to vote on that. That's something y'all got to squabble about. And then you got your boy, the, the secretary, the, uh, this, the, the, um, senator, uh, can't think of his old ass name, uh, the, the main dude that just won in Kentucky. Oh, gosh. You know, you know, Mr. Mr. Robot Mouth, he's got the cuts yeah. in his chin like he's a wooden, made of wood and shit, you know. You know he he's house. a I can't think of his name. no that's he's not speaking of the house he's a, he's a majority uh, senator anyway you know everybody knows his name out there but anyway McConnell lot, yeah Mitch 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 McConnell yeah you know he's out there mumbling crap everybody's influencing him then you got the girl who's the the speak the uh, not the speaker but she's the press secretary she's talking shit I'm like young girl you a young pretty girl and you sitting up here living in Trump's false-ass lies. What is that going to say for your life 20 years ago when the tables flip and the shit hits the fan and the Civil War goes down out there on Black Lives Plaza 
White folks is fighting everybody. Everybody's scuffling. There's blood. There's this. There's riots and all this shit. Eight, nine people that got killed. All kind of shit is going on. Who's going to take the blame for that? When that first bullet gets shot by one of them trigger-happy, hick-ass, living-up-in-the-sticks motherfucker that brought his gun down to Black Life Matters Plaza, brought his little gun down or his long rifle, as you would say, that's just to compensate for his short-ass Johnson between his legs. So the shorter the Johnson, the longer the fucking gun. Anyway, let me let me go to some other subject. What I'm saying is that these jokers are just, you know, everybody's all, but they're being led by Trump. If Trump say stand down, cool out, I'm going to concede the election, they'll all go lay down. But no, you just want to keep on stoking it, stoking it, stoking it, stoking it, stoking it. But when this shit hits the fan, because between now and the 20th of January, the shit is going to hit the fan. Okay? Believe me. I'm going to tell you right now. Hold on to your stuff because that's what's going to happen. Okay? And I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be ugly. I'm going to be in the house with four locks on the door. Okay? I'm just saying. I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that. Okay? Right about that. It will be ugly. It's going to be ugly. Y'all mm-hmm. for quiet out there, Kettle. You all right? That was a good one. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm absorbing everything. You and red wine. Y'all tore it up tonight. <laughs> it's going to be heavy. Mm-hmm. It's going to be heavy because uh, these see, people are convinced yeah. they're going to flip that number to 270 somehow, and that number ain't nowhere near no 270. So, yeah. you know, they can stand by to stand by. I've never seen a, a race of people... They act like they were so intelligent for all these years, but now that 2020 is here, you seeing that just how much, how ignorant these motherfuckers really are. God bless them, mm, shit. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> all right, Papa Didi. That was good. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. yeah. If, I'm done. Yeah. If anybody want to call in, got any questions or comments, or want to add to their conversation, Red Wine and Papa Didi. It is yeah, like you a got the Eight zero three forty three zero six. Press one. Press one. Right. I can hear you. There it is. Call in if you got the heart. If you ain't got the heart, stay on the porch. There it is. Stay on the porch. If you ain't gonna speak is. on it, especially if you're a Trump supporter, call in. Come Ooh. on. Call in. Come on. I'm working out. I got my little robe on with my initial on my chest. Explain <laughs> yourself. I'm like a butterfly singing like a bee up in this mother. Ooh, rumble, young man, rumble. Rumble, young man, rumble. Ha! Anyway, we're going to take a little CC break and come back. Yeah, let's take a break. What are we doing? doing? Okay. Let's take a break. We can do that. And then what's up next? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's coming up next. Okay, thank you, Papa. Save save it for the other side of the break. Here we go. All right. All right, welcome back to the John Party. My name is Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. It's time for the Hollywood Rapper with Kettle. Okay. <laughs> 
thank you, thank you, thank you very much, Papa. I appreciate that. Okay. Um, What's happening, Kevin? Since we're on the since we're on the presidential thing, uh, the so-called presidential uh, candidate that he called himself was running, Kanye West, he's being sued um, for a million dollars. Uh, the oh, name boy. of the company is My Channel Incorporated. He uh, worked with this company um, with his um, the little uh, church thing he was doing. They had about um, over a thousand employees that were working, uh, singing, working behind the stage. They're a production company, and they produced everything um, that he wanted to put together. Uh, so he promised them that he was going to future mutually invest in the company um, uh, over $10 million and everything oh, like that. But mm. he didn't pay the employees on time and some employees he didn't even pay. So he broke, he, oh, he, he, he severed, yeah, he, he um, cut ties with them about six months ago. And uh, I guess he felt as if he had doing a Donald Trump move. I guess he feels as if he don't need to pay anybody. But you know, yeah, they put out Trump stuff. Thing they, for a long time. Right. They Ooh. said in order to make the deal work, uh, my channel they spent seven million dollars of their own funds um, on his uh, so-called Yeezy apparel. Uh, while he, uh, the workers, it was about ten thousand um, hours of work that um, the employees had did, and they didn't get paid for it, or he was slowly paying them. So. Either way, uh, come on, Kanye. Step up to the plate. You worth millions of dollars. Let's do the right thing. Yeah. Yep, so let's do the right thing. Yep. Um, also, uh, Donnie Waterboro. That's your boy. He leaves a $2,020 chip. Cape Cod uh, restaurant. Uh, actor Donnie Waterboro made a service day when he tipped more than $2,000 on a $35 lunch. Tad. Cape Cod Restaurant. This was last Saturday. The Boston actor visited uh, Marshland Restaurant and Bakery. Um, it's more like a sandwich shop. But he uh, gave a tip of 2020. It's an ongoing challenge. Um, the uh, 2020 tip because a lot of servers are not working. They're not making the money they used to. The restaurants are being closed. So it was a challenge that started online, and he, you know, started doing it. This is not the first time he's done it before. Um, when he went to um, dinner in uh, Michigan, he left a, a $2,020 tip. So, okay. Kudos for him. So. Mm-hmm. So, right. Yep. Also, Wonder Woman. Anybody a fan of Wonder Woman? Yeah, I like Wonder Woman. All right. Wonder Woman 1984. Warner Brothers, they're uh, debating on if they're going to... You okay over the bubble? No, we're just doing a theme song for Wonder Woman. Oh, okay. Um, They're trying to figure out if they're going to release, I guess, the next Wonder Woman. Six weeks before Wonder Woman 1984 is scheduled to open in theaters on Christmas, Warner Brothers executives are considering whether to push the highly anticipated superhero sequel to the summer of 2021 um, or keep the movie on track um, for December the 25th. So because of the pandemic, first it was June the 5th, they pushed it to August 14th, October 2nd, now December 25th. So uh, 
because of this next surge of the um, COVID-19 thing, they said they might push it off. Um, they were going to put it on HBO Max, but, you know, they don't have so many subscriptions. They're trying to keep up with Netflix and Amazon and Disney+. Plus. My thing is I would move it over there to Netflix or Amazon. Shoot, I, I wouldn't even deal with HBO, uh, Yeah. you know, unless they can't sever ties with them or not. But, uh, you know, Makes we'll sense. see, you know. Yeah, I'm a Wonder Woman fan too, so we're going to see what's going to happen. Um, for you um, folks that are uh, Grey's Anatomy fans, McDreamy's back. Um, Yay! Uh, Jaw dropping return. The return of an iconic character highlighted the sunny ending on Thursday night season uh, premiere of Grey's Anatomy and left fans thinking they might be dreaming right along with um, Ellen Pompey character of the show Uh, it was a dream sequel um, he was in um, so also they say he may come back you know he died in 2015 off the show I guess uh, to do other things and um, uh, Pompeia she has done some directing on the show also she brought him back because they don't live too far from each other in uh, Malibu Um, so she came up with the idea for him to come back and like I said, he'll he'll be back more in the uh, the show. So um, that was a good surprise for um, for your fans. So Grey's Anatomy. Uh, Aren't you Grey's Anatomy wait, fan? I have a Red question. Line? I I sure. used to watch it regularly, and uh, then I fell off. Uh-huh. But I did see like the last five minutes of that episode, and I was confused when I saw her on the beach looking at Derek, that that character. Huh. I was like, wait a minute. So is she? Like in a dream, is she high? Because he's dead. Dream How you gonna yeah. bring him back yeah. unless it's always in a dream segment? It's it's always in the dream. It's always in the dream. Okay. But I mean that was a that was you know the writers uh, producers they got to keep it fresh so they quickly bring back this element which I thought was a pretty good idea because uh, he's been yeah, gone for five idea. years. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, so I'm wondering, does that mean she's starting to lose her mind or something? Because no, they showed the previews for next. Well, they showed the previews just, for next week, and they got her in the hospital. You just have to watch Grey's Anatomy, Red Wine. Stop asking me questions. Okay. I don't know. You got to watch it. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> that's what the cliffhanger is. Okay. All okay. right. Well, that's my Hollywood wrap up. Okay. Right there. <laughs> right. You got to watch it. Yeah, that's a good cliffhanger because they had me hanging. Right. I was like, what's happening? <laughs> I don't understand. Whew. All right, that's a good one, Kettle. Yeah, you got me on the edge of my seat on that one. I'm like, okay, now I'm going to have okay. to start watching again to see what's going on. Okay, there you go. Uh, probably woke up okay. the sofa for a lot of other people that didn't watch it for a while. So. <laughs> yeah, because I missed that character, McDreamy. Okay, all right, Papa Didi, we're down to the kiss it list. If you can tell the good folks what exactly is the Kiss It List, Papa Didi, what is the Kiss It List? Well, the Kiss It List is a conglomeration of jerk-offs around the world. <laughs> Showed their butt hiney over the last week or so. We compile all the names in their own little folder, and we have a theme song to bag it up. We that sure was, do. Was that black enough for you? Yeah, that was good and black. All right, uh, who, are we, who are we starting to list off with this week? 
Peter Navarro. Yes, Peter Navarro. He is uh, Trump's uh, trade advisor. He's still trying to hold on to this fantasy that Trump is going to have a second term. So he's definitely on this week's kissing list. Uh, Papa, do you need anybody else to add? Uh, most definitely, as always, you just think for a minute, and you got people all up and down. Well, that's true. You know, just the whole the influences of, of Trump and all the people that's influenced by him, because they have no mind of their own, they're following the wrong person. You know, if you're looking for a leader, you need to go somebody a little more, you know, like, uh, like what's the guy's name, Fati, uh, one in charge of the uh, oh the doctor yeah the doctor Doctor Fauci you want a hero look look for Doctor Fauci or somebody but Donald Trump is not the person you want to be following man this guy's got all kind of crap going on so just this Trump's influences put that on the kiss of this for sure yeah Trump's cult followers it's it's a cult it really is they get angry they get upset they get viciously mad when somebody says something that is so anti. Especially in the office environment, the closer you get to them, the worse they are. Yeah. I look at them from afar. I say, yo, just throw peanuts at the ass or something. <laughs> you know. Well, I got one for you. Uh, Emily Murphy, that's the GSA blocker, who's not giving uh, Biden mm. what he needs for the transition. For she's holding up the money, by orders the of office Trump, space, of all of that. Yeah, by orders of Trump. Trump already told, I I read that earlier, that Trump already instructed all of his staff to not cooperate with the transition for now. So Emily Murphy, uh, I also want to add all of the anti-mask wearers. Oh, God. You are causing the country now to have to shut down piece by piece. Uh, We got Governor DeSantis from Florida who's trying to put some legislation forward to allow citizens to shoot rioters and looters of businesses, even if it's not their business. When that happens, God help us. Oh, Lord. Who else? Kanye West for being sued, for not paying his people. You made promises and deals with people, and you didn't honor them. So you're on the kissing list. Uh, Trump's lawyers. (laughs) For going forward with this frivolous lawsuit, trying to sue your way into another presidential term is ridiculous. Uh, let's see. Kettle, do you have anybody else to add? Anthony Tata, the general. Yeah. Um, and DeSantis, the governor. Yes, we got him. Anybody mm-hmm. else, Papa Diddy? Wow. Who did jerk off that was uh, supporting? Yeah, you know what? The guy. Oh, uh, those two black women that run around oh, with Trump. Yeah. Put yeah, them on the kitchen list. Clowns. And you know one guy also? Uh, the one, Salise. Is that you pay the name? Heard the one that got caught up in a shooting at the baseball field up there in Capitol Oh, that Capitol congressman. Hill. Yeah, I don't know if it's the congressman segment, but his name mm-hmm. is. Uh, Salise or something. I, the congressman that got shot when mm-hmm. they were trying to do oh, the baseball practice. Salise, right. Salise or something? Yeah. He's a mess. I like that, yeah. He is so Salise. pro-Trump, it's not even funny. You know, and everybody had his back when he got shot, but now that the boy's getting better, 
He is, oh my God, yeah. some of the stuff Trump says, he glues right to his back. Oh, and I got one more. I can't remember his name, but there's one of the governors out of Texas who has put up a million-dollar reward fund for anybody who can bring evidence of voter fraud. I don't know where wow. he's getting his million dollars, but he's putting up a million dollars to anybody who can come up with some substantial evidence of voter fraud. I'm like, dude, are you serious? So whatever his name is, he's on the list. (laughs) Whatever his name is. Yeah, him. He knows who he is. Him. And um, I would say also whatever the the organization that handles college football, what is that Mm -hmm. called, Papa Didi? Is that the NCAA? What's the group that handles college football? Is that NCAA? Well, there's different groups. You got the uh, mm-hmm. uh, Big Ten. Well, yeah, NCAA is the are. big chapter, yeah, but they the broke NCAA. it down. Right. I'm putting them yeah. on the kids yeah. list because yeah. they have been dropping like flies oh, yeah, because yeah. of coronavirus, and they still keep trying oh, to put wow. stuff together and play. I'm like, dude, when are y'all going to understand and see the handwriting on the wall? Mm-hmm. It's over. Right. This season is a wrap. It is. The NFL oh. is not far behind. So it's like sports for this season is not really going to happen. Mm. But people are trying mm. to make it happen, and more and more people are getting sick and getting infected. So I'm just saying, y'all need to stop trying to force it. you trying to oh, get my. blood out of a turnip. It ain't happening. Uh, anybody mm. else? Nope. All right, we have a special award for everybody on this week's kitchen list, and here is my in Welcome back to Pajama Party One, your host, Papa Didi. I'm your kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir again, darling. It's time for the last word. <laughs> we about to get on out of here on this Friday the 30th. What's your last word, Papa Didi? You know, my last word is, like I said earlier, you know, just be mindful of what's happening because the deadline is the 20th of January. And if Trump don't change his mind by the end of December or middle of December and tell all his people to back off and sign off stuff and start talking to Biden, it's going to be ugly. Ugly, ugly, ugly. Everybody be on there. Anybody having to be on the right side? Any, anything. It's going to be ugly. Watch yourself. Okay. All right. Uh, my last word is like Papa said, watch yourself. Watch yourself. These people who say they don't want to wear a mask, 
We got protesters that are still trying to hold on to Trump's imaginary victory. It is imaginary. Dude, you lost. Pack your stuff and go. Get out. You've done your damage for four years. It's over. The gravy train has ended. Move on. All this talk about he's talking about he's going to create a whole new network to rival Fox because now he's pissed off at Fox because Fox TV network is no longer kissing his behind. Now he wants to come up with a whole new network to try to come up against Fox. I'm like, dude, just go do that. If that's what you want to do, go do it. But please leave us alone. So I'm just saying be careful and watch who you say you support. Make sure you understand what it is and who it is you're supporting. What's your last word, Kev? Well, I was just trying to figure out what I was going to say, but I, I guess I'm just getting frustrated. It's supposed to be an intelligent, um, I guess, people. We are so stupid because we need to put a mandate out uh, Dr. Fauci, he said it. It's going to get worse before it gets better. We should have put a mandate out across the board nationally for people to always wear face masks when you go out. You know, when this pandemic first started, it was um, only in the grocery stores, only here, only there. Now, we need to put a mandate out. It should be across the board. If you're going outside, that's how it should be. China's been doing it for the longest time. And I still go back to the same thing, what I said about we need to be off the streets for three days. Y'all can spray, do the hell y'all need to do. But we need to get it together as a people, I'm trying to tell you. And hopefully when Biden gets in here, he's going to start, you know, putting pushing some mandates out nationally that needs to be done. That's my last word. And also for these protesters tomorrow, we need to pray on them because they're going to need some guidance. Y'all just don't start no records here, you know, in in uh, my hometown. Y'all don't act like y'all y'all fools. Act like y'all have some damn sense. So, well, yep. you know what? I was telling somebody earlier. I hope that the counter protesters don't go, because people yeah. when they come to I do agree. stuff like that, they're looking for a show. If you don't go down there, there won't be a show. So, yeah, I agree. But it, People who were going to counter-protest those nuts, don't go down there. Mm -hmm. Let them wave their banners. Let them chant. Let them do whatever they're going to do. And when it's over, it'll be over. Don't add. Right. It's freedom of speech. So they have their right to, to, you know, say what they want to say and do what they want to do. But, you know, let's be fair across the board. Now, if they get out of hand, y'all need to do what y'all need to do. You know, exactly, so, but, but anyway. it won't be any fights yeah. if there's nobody down there to fight. So I'm right. just saying, people need to stay home. Don't go down there. Don't yep. agitate yep. them. Let them do what they do and move on. So, right. all right. On that note, we're gonna get on out of here. Mm-hmm. We want to thank you for your time and attention, and uh, tell a friend about us. Check us out online at apajamaparty.com. Thanks to our parent company, DC Homegrown Entertainment. We appreciate you so much, and uh, we'll do it again next Friday. Same bad time, same bad place. Uh, say good night, Papa Didi. Good night. Say good night, cattle. Good night. Thanks for listening.
And this is Red Wine saying bonsoir. Until next Friday. Peace. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Yabiko. Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.